Friday, October 19, Australian music legend Ross Wilson will rock the SSNA club. He joins me now. Hi, Ross. Hi there, Pip. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're returning. They must like us in, in Albury. Well, we do, of course. And you, you come back semi-regularly. We love it. We do, we do, and we like playing that uh, lovely new room at the SSNA. Yeah, it's very good. I, I, I've got to say, Ross, I do really like uh, the sort of in the about section of your website. It says, Ross Wilson is probably the only person in Australian rock music who can't make a comeback simply because he's never been away. <laughs> That's right. Got to keep on working no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> never had, never have, had time to retire. Well, I mean, you've had this extensive career. It's thrown up so many things along the way and you're still out there. I mean, I've just had a bit of a look too at the dates that you're going to be playing across summer. You're just non-stop action man. Yeah, well, next year's looking real good too. So uh, if you you want me to come back to Albury after the 19th, you better book a long way ahead because (laughs) I'm really, really busy. Is that, I suppose, what keeps you going, this love of performing live? Yeah, it, it's that. I mean, it's a combination of two things. One, I have to make a living like everybody else, but it, I'm very fortunate in the, the living that I make gives me a lot of pleasure. So, And other people's pleasure too. Mm. So uh, I'm really, really happy about that and looking forward to just about every gig I do. It's, um, it's wonderful. Like, going on, like I said, the Rock the Boat cruise uh, on Sunday after I leave Albury and um, that just doesn't really stop. Rock the Boat must be a bit of fun. Well, it's great because it's... Um, a music uh, dedicated tour, like a, uh, a cruise. So that that's not like people are on the do other things and there happens to be a bit of music down the other end. It's a whole boat is just full of music and uh, then they have huge concerts at night, like I'm playing on uh, two nights uh, so with the, on the same bill as Foreigner. Yes. So, so uh, you know, there's a lot going on. I tell you what, you wouldn't want to be on the boat if you didn't like music. That would just be... No. <laughs> <laughs> Some form of hell, wouldn't it? Just all these crazy people rocking yeah, out, yeah. and you're stuck in your cabin, going, "Oh God, what have I, what have I signed up for?" Yeah, that twenty four seven party it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you are coming back to the border. And as I said earlier, you do um, come back to our region somewhat on a regular basis. What yep. is it about the region that brings you back all the time? Well, it's, you know, as, as I've gone along in my career, it's been great to see how uh, Albury Wodonga has developed into a, a very hustling, bustling town and, a, you know, a place where things happen. It's like a, the hub of that a part of, uh, you know, where Victoria meets New South Wales and, uh, you know, it's got all the trucks coming in there, picking stuff up, dropping stuff off. It's a, it's a hive of industry, you might say. Mm. So, um, you know, it's, a, it's been great to see it growing and uh, it's uh, developed into a wonderful place. At the moment, Ross, we're doing Oztober on Triple M and it's a yep. celebration of all things Aussie music, of course, and you've played a very big part in that across your career. What, yeah. when you think about Australian music, stands out for you? Well, I never cease to get surprised how Eagle Rock just hangs on in there. And, and you know, with the West Coast Eagles winning the, with the Premiership, it had 400,000 extra streams in the last two weeks on, on Spotify. <laughs> it's gone way over 10 million streams. So that's the, that's the song that keeps on giving, not to me, but to everybody else. You know? It's amazing. Now, there's something I need to ask you about Eagle Rock as well, and I don't know yeah. how this happened. You might be able to tell me. In uni colleges across Australia, yeah. when that song comes on, people drop their dacks. How, do you yeah. know about this and how did it happen? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I know about it. I've, I've actually played it. The 
Queensland University where no record they started it, but that's up for debate. Uh, and they, they went for the world record. <laughs> so, so that was pretty good fun. Did anybody um, ever tell you as to why? There's a, there's a very, if, you, if you get online and have a look at the um, Adelaide Advertiser <coughs> Sunday before last, they did a whole two-page article about it. It's the most authoritative uh, investigation into how the pants drop happened. And, uh, of course, I'm, I'm giving my opinion about that. But if anyone wants to have a look, have a look at that, and you'll find out all about it. But I didn't start it. You know, and I don't actually drop my pants myself. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm a, I'm a what you might call a facilitator, you know, <laughs> an enabler. Uh, but but it caught me by surprise. It's something that the ever creative Australian people came up mm. uh, by themselves. You know, it's just got that. Daddy Cool always had that sort of fun and absurd side to it, and that's definitely <laughs> absurd. <laughs> to do that. Now the, the other thing is on the, at the Queensland University in the in the student um, bar. They've got a set of rules, and you get down to rule eight, and it says something like security are not to eject patrons if they drop their pants to the eagle rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then rule nine is, but they must pull their pants up after the song is completed. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely gold. Does Isn't it? That fantastic. So it's enshrined uh... in the in the law up there. Right? Well, Queensland is a different place and a different breed. No, I'm just joking. But does yeah. it surprise you that that song just keeps on having a somewhat new life with each generation that comes along? It, it does. It got to the point sort of in the 80s where it got, it got back on the charts because Molly was promoting it again on, on Countdown because he loves it. So it went in the charts again and, and it hasn't stopped since. And it sort of just sort of took on a life so totally separate to what I do. You know, people just love Eagle Rock. And, yeah. Um, and uh, they just love dancing. And DJs tell me, you know, if they're having a slow night, they'll stick on Eagle Rock. People jump on the floor and that's it, you know. Here they go. Well, it's a multi-generational song, isn't it, really? I mean, well, I, I've it's got, got something for everyone. Whereas where, where you, it's not just me. I wrote the song, but it's the particular groove of Daddy mm. Cool. Like other people try to play the song and it just doesn't sound as good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why at the grand final, you know, they played their crappy West Coast Eagle song about high-flying eagles, and then they sang Eagle Rock to the Daddy Cool recording was blasting out at the MCG. They played it about ten times, you know. So there I was watching it on my AFL app, and um, and there's my voice of Daddy Cool's record, and you know you just can't top it. I'm surprised you didn't get a uh, surprise ticket over to the uh, after party well, just to. I was waiting for the call, but you know, then I, I went, oh, what the hell. And I was actually in Bali at the time. And I was on right. a boat between Lombok and Bali watching it on the phone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you think about it like that, I mean, of course, of music as well itself has come such a very long way. It must, when you think about the technological advances now, uh, back to when you were first starting out with Daddy oh, Cool yeah. and these types of things, it's a bit mind-blowing, isn't it? It is. It's incredibly different. And, um, you know, like, PAs, like, you know, they had big boxes and everything after you sing through, but they only had, like, little boxes there. <laughs> it, was like, it all suddenly grew, and, you know, now there's festivals all over the joint. But, you know, I play other songs too. I've got, you know, that whole other life that I had with um, with Mondo Rock, and Mondo Rock get back together again, but uh, every now and again. Uh, but, uh, you know, at it, it, the SSNA, I'll be playing uh, Cool World and Comes at the Boy and songs like that as well. Amazing songs there. Um, has there been any artists that you've sort of witnessed along your time that you've really um, decided or thought that they were 
possibly going to be a lot bigger than what they are? Because I think for a lot of Australian musicians, there is sort of that whole thing of nailing where you're from, but then having the desire to move on elsewhere. Has there been anyone well, we, that surprised you yeah, that well, hasn't? We talk, we, we talk about how uh, it's a different world today. Well, there's one group from Melbourne that a lot of people wouldn't know about, but they, they're headlining festivals all around the world. Like this last weekend, they headlined um, at this huge festival in uh, California called Desert Days, and that group is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Mm-hmm. And they're like psychedelic rock band from Melbourne, and they put out about five albums a year, and they've just blown up all around the world. And they're completely independent, and they run their own business, and uh, you know, they're making millions. And that, no, play, no one plays them on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but they do on the internet. So it's a, like I said, it's a completely different world. It is. It is. Well, Ross, we can't wait to see you this Friday night at the SSNA Club. Looking forward again to hearing all of those wonderful songs from your very incredible career. Thanks for your time today. Yeah. We'll be there. See you there. Bye.